I'm Coach Seb, and this is Running New Mexico. All right, joining me today, I have Michaela Salmeyer. She is a Volcano Vista grad, a Columbia College grad out of Missouri, and is now the Cibola head cross country coach and assistance, assistant track coach. So thank you for joining me today. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad we finally found the time to do it. Yes, absolutely. We've been kind of talking off and on about this for a while, so... Um, I'm glad we're able to do this and with this exciting new uh, job of yours, you know, as a coach. So this will be fun. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so my first question is, how did you get into running? Yeah, so um, I actually grew up doing gymnastics my majority of my life uh, from the time I was two until I was a sophomore in high school. And um, I was kind of getting burnt out. So my mom suggested going out to try pole vault. So my freshman year of high school, I connected with a track coach, and I was like, hey, I want to try pole vault. At the time, I was still doing gymnastics. So they worked with my schedule, and I was able to do both sports. Um, and, like, the first few weeks of practice, I absolutely hated it. I wanted to quit because we just pulled out the mats. We did a few drills and then put the mats back. We really didn't – like, I never got to actually go over the bar, nothing like that. So my family was like, you know what? Like, don't give up. How about you just go out for running? And I was like, okay. So I showed up to practice one day, and I was like, I'm just going to run. And the I remember all the girls were like, oh, the pole vaulter's over there today. And I was like, no, I'm running today. And they're like, okay. And immediately the head coach was like, you run like a gymnast. And I was like, yeah, I know. And she's like, we will fix that. I was like, okay. Um, so, yeah. So from there on, I ended up sprinting that year. I was on JV for most of that season. I ran the four, the one, and the two. And then towards the end of the season, they needed another – they needed a fourth leg for the relays. Um, so they pulled me up for Metro and district. And then I actually ended up running in state, I believe in the four by one and four by two, maybe the medley that year. I started the four by one. I remember that, that was terrifying. Um, but yeah, so I, that kind of is what started my running career. And then I actually did gymnastics for a whole nother year through my sophomore year. And then uh, I ended up quitting gymnastics after my sophomore year and just focusing on track. You know, there's a lot of runners that come from different sports, but the typical one is usually soccer. And so, yeah. you know, gymnastics is kind of a different thing. <laughs> yeah, it's much different, for sure. Yeah. And it, it's funny, you know, you talk about kind of the run like a gym, gymnast and, you know, I'll tell, I'll tell that to some of the soccer players. You run like a soccer player, like you're waiting right. for that ball to come. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, luckily you know, we, you know, kind of talked a little bit, we, we had some technical difficulties, but <laughs> we talked about, you know, um, Dale Jenkins being your uh, sprinting coach at the time. And he definitely, he knows what he's doing when it comes to those mechanics, especially with, with sprinting. Yeah, correct. Yeah, he knows, he knows a lot. He's helped me a lot as an athlete. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and so during that, that freshman and, and sophomore year as you were doing gymnastics, so were, was, you know, gymnastics kind of your main focus? And is that what you were doing kind of on the off seasons for track? Yeah, so gymnastics is a year-round sport. So I was doing that. Um, our season ended in March. So I was able to go out and do track um, full, for the full season, basically. Uh, for the first like beginning of the season, I was doing both. And then once state was over for gymnastics, I just focused on track and then went back to gymnastics during the summer. And then I okay. ended up stopping after um, my sophomore year. And then that's when, uh, that's actually when Dell Jenkins opened up his gym. So it kind of all worked out. I was able to train year round at, at Ardor. Nice. Do you feel like Ardor really kind of helped you develop kind of more into that runner, make that transition from sprinting to, or from gymnastics to sprinting a little bit easier? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. He worked with me with just about everything. Um, we were able to, 
I never had lifted weights before as a gymnast. Like you just, you do exercises and stuff that make you strong, but I never lifted weights, anything like that, or like done agility. So yeah, he helped me. That definitely helped me a lot. And then when I started jumping as well, that was a big factor into why I was able to be so successful as a jumper. Right. And you, yeah, so you, you got into the sprinting and then you moved into some jumping. You were a state champion in the triple jump your senior year. Um, how did you kind of transition into jumping? Was it just one of the coaches saying, he you should try this? Or is this something you thought of? Um, I honestly don't remember. I didn't start jumping until my junior year. I don't remember why I started jumping. Um, I think maybe I just wanted to try it. So I tried it. And then I ended up qualifying for state my junior year in triple jump and got, I think I got like 13th at state. Not great at all. Um, and then actually I tried hurdling my junior year as well. Almost qualified for state in hurdles. I had fallen my first race ever. So that kind of scared me a little bit. So I didn't really focus too much on hurdles. Right. But. Hurdles is hard. You have to, you have to really kind of commit and know like, as much as you train, I mean, just you could fall at any time and that's, um, that's scary for a lot of people, especially after that first one and then they're on the track and they get their knees all scuffed up and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't too fun, but I was able to, yeah, focus on other things. So that was good. That's good. (laughs) Uh, what made you choose Columbia college? Uh, so actually, Dell Jenkins' oldest son was a year older than me, and he ended up going out there to Columbia College. And at the time, I didn't think running like running in college was really uh, feasible for me because I had started so late. Um, but then I had a pretty decent senior season, and um, I got a few offers here and there, and. I, Dell Jenkins just raved about Columbia College. It was a brand new program. His oldest son was, that was the first year of the new program. So I ended up connecting with a coach. I really liked the coach. I went out to visit and I was like, yeah, this like, this feels right. Um, I just really enjoyed the town that I was in, the coaching staff. And then I liked the idea of starting a new program. So when I went in, it was only the second year of a full track program. And so I thought that was pretty cool being able to start that. And yeah, we had uh, talked about becoming a multi-athlete. So I really liked that as well. Yeah. So just, and then Josh, Josh really enjoyed it. I think uh, Jenkins' oldest son really enjoyed it out there. So that helped having him out there too, because he's like an older brother to me. So That's great. I mean, it always helps, you know, knowing someone that's already at the school you're you're going to be at whether, you know, obviously if you stayed in state, you know, a lot of people, but when you go out to other places, like having that connection with someone, you know, you, you get your connections with your team, but having someone else, it can just make things a little bit um, easier, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I was always adamant about going out of state. I could have easily stayed here, but I really wanted to go out of state. So yeah, that helped a lot having him out there. That's cool. And and I think that's, you know, it's it's always interesting. You know, there are a lot of sports, you know, gymnastics for, for one that you were in for so long. Like, if you don't get started in that sport early, it's so much harder to kind of go further in it. Whereas Correct. something like running, you really can be a, a late start and, um, and, and show great improvement with it. Yeah, that's a cool thing about track, for sure. Yeah. So you, you talked about, you know, so in, in high school, you started off with a long, with a pole vault and you did sprinting, you tried jumping, you tried hurdles, and then you go to college and you talk about, you know, multi, so you're, you know, get then trying <laughs> a lot of other things, you know, how did that go? How did the multi training um, go that first year? Oh, it was difficult because we didn't really have facilities to train for the multis or the coaching staff. So it was definitely hard. Um, I kind of had to teach myself a lot. I'd never done high jump, never thrown, never ran 800. Um, So yeah, it was hard. 
kind of learning how to do everything without the proper coaching and the facilities. But yeah, I did end up competing in a few pentathlons for the indoor season my freshman year. And um, yeah, I think I could have easily done a lot better having better facilities and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Um, yeah, I, it didn't last for long, to say that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I can, I, yeah, it definitely sounds like it wasn't easy. So it's, you know, when you make that transition to something else after something so hard, it can, um, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it was fun learning everything. Uh, yeah. Just difficult. I mean, five events, seven events at once is a lot, but. And what was that transition to, I mean, obviously, like you said, you were kind of doing a, trying a lot of different things at once and trying to learn them, some of them on your own. Uh, but what was that transition from, you know, sprinting in high school, jumping in high school, which you were kind of used to, and then going up to college? Um, I know Columbia uh, College is NAIA, but it's still, you know, another step up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I think being a new program, I think that was really difficult just figuring out because we were kind of the guinea pigs. So my coach was kind of just figuring out how to successfully run a program. And uh, luckily I had a few other teammates who were doing the multis too, who were familiar with a lot of the other events. But uh, yeah, I remember our first meet was at first ever indoor meet was at KU. And that was really intimidating. I was like, whoa, these girls are good. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely had to train a lot more, uh, hit the weight room a lot more, have throwing practice, jumping practice, sprint practice, distance practice. So yeah, it was a huge adjustment, but I enjoyed I enjoyed all of it. So. That's that's good. Uh, you talked about never running an eight hundred before. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, what was that experience like? Having to you know add that distance, you know from you know, basically doubling your distance from a 400. <laughs> yeah, so we actually didn't train much for the 800. Um, my coach kind of just viewed it as it's the last event of the pentathlon, just kind of get through it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we didn't do much training, but I was pretty decent at it. I remember I had three other teammates who were doing the multis as well, and I would beat them every time in the 800. And that's kind of where I, the distance coach actually saw me run the 800, and that's, we could talk about that later whenever we talk about that, but that's kind of how I ended up transitioning into cross country and a true distance runner. Well, and that's actually, I was at, that's part of the reason I, I brought it up is because yeah, it, it is it, looking at, if you, if anyone were to look at your mile split, they would be like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because it's pretty, they, pretty crazy. Yeah. I, you, you see the sprinting and then you see the jumping and then you see the multis and it's like, okay, seeing that all of a sudden you start seeing like all this distance stuff and cross country and it is, yeah. um, it, it's not something you often see, you know, in that transition into college. So yeah, like how did you end up going from sprinting and uh, even trying out the multis to becoming a full-fledged distance runner? Yeah, Um so actually, my freshman year of college, very first semester, they needed two more girls to run in conference to compete as a team. They needed five. They needed five girls, and they only had three, I think. So they asked the girls on the track team if anybody wanted to race, and I was like, you know what? Why not? Help the team out. So I actually ran in one cross country meet my freshman year of college, and I actually beat some of the girls on the team. No training at all. <laughs> the distance coach was like, literally, you just need to show up and finish the race. Like we just need to finish as a team. I was like, okay. So I actually did that. And uh, yeah, I, I borrowed my friends, one of my teammates watches and she's Canadian. So the watch was in kilometers. And uh, so I thought, I thought I was almost done with the race, but I was nowhere near done with the race. But yeah, so I actually ran in that race. I did decent, decently in that. And then come the, the track season, um, I was running the 800 for the pet. And then um, I actually wasn't, very happy with the way I was performing I was actually doing worse than I did in high school so I was kind of struggling 
with that, um, pretty frustrated with, I just, I was working my butt off, didn't know why I wasn't competing the way that I felt I should be. And then, um, yeah, that next year I, I continued to do the pit and then the distance coach, I think I ran a 600 actually for indoor. And he was like, you know what, if you come train with me, like, I think you could be a a decent distance runner. And I was like, really? And, um, so then from, from there, I really contemplated it. At the time, the G, our GA had actually been doing basketball and track at the school that my coach used to be at, and she kind of did the same thing. She ended up quitting basketball and just running distance. So she kind of helped me make that decision, and I was like, you know what? I have nothing to lose. If I don't like it, I could always come back to track. Um, so I actually transitioned into mid-distance in the middle of my sophomore track season. I did the multis that indoor season and then outdoor I was doing the 800 um and yeah from there that kind of I ended up having to run cross country in the fall and then um yeah from then on the rest of my collegiate athletic career I was doing both cross country and distance and track that is (laughs) just it's kind of cool you know like just to you you basically tried everything which is awesome <laughs> yeah i think i if you look on like my tiffers tiffers whatever you want to call it i think i've done like over in college alone yeah. i did over 18 events which is pretty cool that is not a lot of people get to say that <laughs> <laughs> it's it's yeah i mean it's just very unique and um it's just, it's, it's fascinating because you, you often find people who, you know, maybe they were sprinters in high school and they've taken some time off and now they're, you know, doing some 5Ks on the side and they're a little bit older and, and, and that it's, it's not often you see someone who, you know, is making that transition in college, you know, trying to stay competitive through, through all of that. Um, right. Obviously you enjoyed it. You continued with it. You know, but was that hard kind of making that transition from like, yes, you were trying the multi, so the, obviously there's a lot of training involved with that, but a lot of different type of training to now you were probably doing a lot more mileage than you had ever done. Yeah. Yeah, it was a huge transition. I think, I mean, as a multi, multi and sprinter, I really didn't run much at all. And then I remember that first season that I did distance my coach took it pretty light on me he didn't like throw me into he didn't make me run 50 mile weeks right away which was nice of him (laughs) but uh yeah just like I think my first day of practice he's like all right you're gonna go for a 30 minute run I was like okay I never really ran distance ever I did try cross country in high school and I didn't like it and never went back (laughs) but um but yeah so yeah that was a huge adjustment and especially I mean I was in the weight room a lot as a both a high school athlete and a college athlete. And once I switched to distance, wasn't that my coach didn't like us lifting, but I just didn't necessarily need to lift as much. So that was a huge adjustment, no longer lifting and then just strictly running. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed, I guess I didn't realize how much I would end up enjoying it. I mean, by the time I finished my college career, I absolutely loved distance running, but yeah, it was, it was a lot, a lot different, but with running running distance like the, what, what you put in is what you're going to get out of it and that's what I enjoyed a lot um, I was able to see improvement right away and yeah whatever I put in every week week in and week out I saw improvement which was cool that's awesome it's funny you mentioned that you tried cross country as a high schooler didn't like it so you never went back but then you know when they were like oh we need someone to run this 6k at conference and you're like yeah sure why not <laughs> yeah uh, yeah just did what i needed to do to help the team didn't think i would actually end up running distance yeah. <laughs> and here you are not only you know finished off your career as a distance runner but now you're a, a cross-country head coach <laughs> yeah pretty pretty crazy transition but yeah so how did how did that you know, come about? How did you end up becoming the head coach at Cibola? Um, so I graduated with my master's this past December. 
and I moved back home immediately. Um, I didn't know what I wanted to do. My brother just graduated from Cibola, and then my brother-in-law and stepdad both coach football at Cibola, Um and we live in Cibola district now. So um, I went online to look for jobs, and there's the assistant track coach position open, so I applied, got that, and they're like, actually, the head the head coach position's open too. And I was like, you know what? Why not? Um, I'll just apply. Even if I can get an interview, that would be cool. I end up applying, interviewing, and I. I got it, which was cool. Um, the cross-country program at Cibola has been fairly small over the past few years. I believe there's nine total athletes last year. Um, oh, so I wow. thought it was cool that I could help, yeah, help kind of change the culture, build a new program. Um, and, yeah, I don't – pretty cra- it's still pretty crazy to me. Like, every day at practice, I'm, I'm there. I don't have an assistant or anything. I'm just there, both boys and girls, head coach, and – yeah, it's kind of surreal at moments. I'm like, wow, I'm actually running a full-fledged uh, 5A cross-country program. But, yeah, it's it's fun. I enjoyed it a lot, and it helped a lot. I was a team captain all throughout college, and so I worked hand-in-hand hand with my coaches, and I was able to see we were pretty successful both cross-country and track programs. So I was kind of able to see what it takes to run a good program, and that helped a lot. But, Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever see yourself like when you first came into track, like, you know, coming from gymnastics, like that this was going to be something that was going to carry you this far kind of down the line? No, absolutely not. No, I just thought when I started it in high school, I was like, oh, this is just what I'll do to get me through high school. So I was always as a kid, I always had the goal of being a college gymnast. Um, and then that didn't work out. So I was like, oh, I'll just do track for fun and then see, see where it takes me. But no, not at all. Um, Coach Jenkins actually helped a lot with that. I helped, I interned at his gym a few summers, so that helped and I helped him coach his club team. And then, but yeah, I never really had the confidence to coach until kind of pretty recently. Um, I finally was like, I was like, you know, what? I think I have the knowledge and the um, experience to be able to coach but yeah no I never n- never would have thought as a freshman in high school that I would be now you know what I graduated in 2016 so six years later now a head head cross-country coach never <laughs> it's 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 cool to to see you know new people kind of getting into the sport you know at all levels um mm-hmm. I really like you know see new coaches coming in as well because there's so many different ways to to coach and bring thing you know bring people around into running and it's it's really kind of cool to hear your story because you've experienced so many different sides of it not just the cross-country side but you know what it's like to be a sprinter and you know what it's like to kind of come into it as a um well I'm, I'm doing this other sport i'm just kind of doing this for fun like I think that can be very helpful as a coach, especially at the high school level. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I, it helps a lot. I was able to coach this past track season, so that helped a lot, being able to see kind of where the kids are at and recruit more kids, stuff like that. Were you able to convert any of your you know, track athletes to come out for cross country as well? Yeah, quite a few. And I even converted some of them. There's a few, I had a few athletes sprinting in the track season and convinced them to run distance. So that was fun. Awesome. Good. I hope they stick with it. (laughs) Yeah, I hope so too. (laughs) Seems like they enjoy it so far. So that's good. That's good. That's good. Um, You know, you talked about kind of working hand in hand with your, you know, as a team captain, being able to spend a lot of time with your coach, you know, in college, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, how's that kind of informed, you know, a little bit of what you're planning to do for the cross country season? Yeah, I'm actually kind of um, running my cross country program pretty similar to the program that I did in college um I know it's much different because a lot of I have a lot of freshmen so of course these kids aren't as developed but um I mean my college coach was very successful we ran we won conference all five 
five years that I ran cross country, four years, I don't know, four seasons maybe. Um, <laughs> so he knows what he's doing. So, uh, and luckily, like I have a very great relationship with him, so I could always reach out and ask him questions. But yeah, I'm kind of doing, I like to say like a watered down version of what I, the program that I did in college. Um, and of course I've, I'm having to well, adjust That's good. Already. And that's good to have that background with it too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely it's going to be different because these kids, some of these kids have never ran before, but that's also nice because I was once in their shoes. I never ran cross country. So I know exactly how they're feeling and what needs to be done to get them to where they need to be. Right. Well, that's, that's fantastic. Uh, Dean, uh, who's in your district? Um, our district is Volcano, Rio, Cleveland. I want to possibly West Mesa. I don't know if it's different than track. I'm so I know nothing about high school cross country, which is kind of (laughs) funny because I never, I didn't run cross country. I never once went to a high school cross country meet. Um, I still have never been to a high school cross country meet. So I have a lot to learn. Um, But luckily I have a pretty great relationship with coach Schrader over at Volcano. Um, And yeah, I have a lot of people that are willing to help me and help me figure things out. But yeah, I still like I have to host a meet this season and I've never even been to a meet. So I'm kind of that's a little nerve wracking knowing that that. But yeah, I think everything will work out. It, it'll be fine. I uh, this I've been an assistant cross country coach for a while. Um, and last year I got the, the head position and. I had to host district and even though I'd been around the meets, even though I'd, you know, helped the head coaches do it, it's like, Oh, well now I got to host, like, not just a meet, I got to host district. Like, (laughs) so I know what that feels like, but you'll, you'll be fine. It's, it's, uh, the, the great thing is that everybody is, you know, all the coaches, everybody's pretty awesome about it. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry too much. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But yeah, with uh, yeah, Seaboy's numbers across all sports are pretty low compared to everyone else in our district. So we do have a pretty tough district, and yeah, right now my goal is just to build build a new culture for the cross country team and just get kids out running. Not really worried about beating anybody in our district or anything like that because that's just not realistic right now where our program's at. But yeah, it'll be nice to have some competition volcano has a great program cleveland they all do they all really great cross-country programs yeah they do it is definitely a tough district but like you said i think you know starting where you're at and and building forward is is a fantastic goals and just building up the numbers because that's all gonna help um you know with it because I know the numbers have been down, but Cibola has had a history of, of having some really good athletes and some really good runners, uh, you know, not too long ago. Yeah. 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 And it's funny. Yeah. It's funny that I'm at Cibola actually. I get, I get some crap for it, for being at Cibola instead of Volcano, but I had to go, I had to go where the opportunities were. And yeah, I'm excited to help build, build a program rather than, uh, I don't know than just be a part of an already successful program. (laughs) Well, like you said, I mean, it's pretty cool that you have someone like Coach Schrader that you were able to kind of work with, even though not necessarily in cross country, but, um, you know, through track. And she definitely, I mean, she just won state last year, boys and girls. So, I mean, she she definitely knows what she's doing. So that's an awesome mentor to have, plus obviously your college coach. So what was it like, uh, being back kind of on, as a coach, you know, this last year during track season? Yeah, it was different. I would, I, the whole season I was like, dang, it'd be so cool to be out there, be (laughs) be out there running and jumping or doing whatever. Um, But yeah, I got mistaken for a a high schooler quite a bit. And (laughs) I think that's, I'm having to kind of make a name for myself right now because a lot of people are like, who, like, that, yeah, people at Cibola have been like, oh, I didn't know we hired we hired high school students as head coaches. Uh, <laughs> hurts a little bit, but, you know. Um, but, yeah, it was 
it was fun. I enjoyed it a lot. Definitely a lot different being on the coaching side opposed to the athlete side, especially since I just, I mean, I just finished my collegiate career in November. So making that transition was difficult, but it is nice because like I, I coach jumps as well for the track season. So like I would jump with them and I run with my athletes still. So that aspect of it's really fun for me. Um, but yeah, definitely a lot, a lot different, huge transition, but I'm kind of getting used to it now being no longer the athlete being the coach. Yeah. <laughs> I will say the kids definitely like I, I, I grew up, I had a couple of different coaches in, in high school and one ran with us, one didn't. And I always kind of enjoyed the one that ran with us, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit more at the time. And, you know, so I always wanted to be that kind of coach. So it's, it's nice to kind of have that, like helps keep me in shape too, <laughs> right, you know, making yeah. sure I'm out there with them, but they, they seem to like it. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't know if they like me running with them, but I'm like, oh, I'm still going to do it. I'll even jump in, do some workouts with them, which is fun. That's that's great. And that's good that you can still do that. It's, it, I think it, um, it shows them. I mean, I don't think you have to show them that you know what you're doing because obviously you've got experience, but sometimes those high schoolers, like they need that extra little oh yeah, they can do this too. They know what we're going through. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think that, yeah, that's a cool part too. Uh, so, you know, I'm going to jump back a little bit to, to college. What was, uh, mm-hmm. what was that like? You know, you talked about obviously all the different training you were doing between the multis and then the distance stuff, but what was that experience like of being a college athlete and still, you know, obviously having to keep up with academics. Did you find it more difficult than it was in high school, or, or is that something you didn't struggle too much with? Um, I never really struggled with balancing school and sports. Uh, gymnastics was a very time-consuming mm-hmm. sport, so I kind of grew up like knowing how to deal with multiple things at once. Um, yeah, that was never really an issue for me in high school or college I think I mean once I started running distance that actually was a little bit more time consuming than sprinting and jumping just you know two days 5:45 a.m practices two days um and then balancing working running school but no it never it kind of just came naturally to me just because I was used to like the commitment with gymnastics and school so yeah it never yeah, never was too hard for me. I know a lot of like a lot of my teammates. I worked all throughout college, and a lot of my teammates didn't. And they're like, "I don't know how you do it." And I, but that's like how I, I like to keep myself busy. I, that's kind of how I thrive is on being busy. If I just sit around idle, don't have anything to do, I kind of just you know, bad for me. So, yeah, it wasn't too difficult for me to deal with that. <laughs> well and that and I didn't think about that cuz you're right like the gymnastics is one of those sports you know it it takes a lot I mean all sports take a lot but um you know some of the people I've I've known who have done like gymnastics or uh ice skating things like that I mean they're going early in the mornings before school and they've got practices again after school and so they really have to like manage when they're getting those homework and all those things done a lot different than you know just the sports with within the school correct yeah yeah so that was nice because I I mean yeah when I did gymnastics I literally would go to school go to practice after school until like 8 p.m get home eat dinner homework shower repeat so yeah pretty used to I was used to it so it wasn't too difficult once I was in college and luckily, cross country, I mean, other sports like basketball, soccer, they're traveling a lot more than we did as cross country team and track team. Like we were usually gone Fridays and Saturdays, you know, we were never gone during the week or anything like that. So that was helpful, not having to miss too much school. Right. And then from what I can see, you guys had a lot of meets um, pretty close there to kind of the that central Missouri, like you guys are 
fairly centrally located for a lot of um, meets. Yeah, yeah, that was also really nice. We never really traveled far um, unless it was for nationals. Yeah, we stayed within like Missouri, Kansas, Illinois. Uh, yeah, basically those three. There's a lot of NAI schools within the Midwest, so that was helpful. We did not have to travel that much. And yeah, unless, yeah, like nationals, of course, and uh, the bigger meets, we traveled a little bit further, but yeah, for the most part, we stayed pretty centrally located, which was nice. Yeah. And what was it like uh, having to deal with humidity? Oh, (laughs) yeah, that was a big, a big change. Luckily, I was home for the summer, so I didn't have to train for much of the summers in the humidity. I was here, but that was still an adjustment going from being at, I think the elevation in Missouri is like 700 feet. So coming back home and training here in the summers took a while to get used to the elevation again, but then you didn't have the humidity. But then once, yeah, the humidity, I mean, I think it kind of levels out. I always said like the elevation compared to the humidity, it kind of just evened out. So it wasn't a huge adjustment for me. Yeah. Nobody understood. I'd, I'd struggle every summer coming home and having to train at elevation again. And nobody understood. They're like, what do you mean? Like, it's hard. I'm like, oh, come come to New Mexico and run just yeah. one time and you'll notice. You know, luckily being back at elevation and then going back to the to no elevation is probably helpful for you through the season. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, training the, the summers and then going back yeah, helped a lot. But yeah, the humidity, I mean, that humidity. Luckily, we trained pretty early in the mornings when it was still pretty hot outside. So it didn't get to us too much, but yeah, the humidity's something different, way different than the dry heat out here. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I had to look up where Columbia, Missouri was because I wasn't exactly sure. And it's like, yeah, almost like right in the middle between Kansas City and and St. Louis. Correct. Yeah, it was about a two hour drive both ways. So from Kansas City or St. Louis is right smack in the middle of those two. Okay. Yeah. That's not, that's, that's not bad. Do you ever go out to any of the bigger cities to, you know, enjoy some college life? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Columbia itself was, I mean, much smaller than Albuquerque, but it was a decent sized town. We had three colleges within uh, a mile of each other. So we had the University of Missouri and then, yeah. So University of Missouri, which is pretty similar to like UNAM. And then there's an all-girls college, which was also in our um, conference. And then us, literally all within a mile of each other. So oh, it was a wow. pretty big college town, lots to do. But yeah, I spent quite a bit of time in both St. Louis and Kansas City. I'd go to uh, Chiefs games, Blues games, uh, Cardinals games. Uh, yeah, so it was fun. It, I enjoyed it. It was a nice location. You just mentioned two of my favorite teams. I, I grew up a Chiefs fan, and a, and I love the Blues. So, <laughs> oh wow, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. I never hockey's not big out here, so it was fun to go to some hockey games. And I was there when they won the Stanley Cup, so that was fun. That is awesome. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah, I I when they won the Stanley Cup, it was pretty amazing, and they had a pretty good run this year. But yeah, I've never actually seen them, but. I watch them on TV every so often. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, they're fun. Hockey games are fun. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah. Columbia was kind of, yeah. Right. A lot of the other NAI schools like within the Midwest are literally out in the middle of nowhere. So I was pretty lucky to be at a pretty decent town. We had about a little over a hundred thousand people as a population of Columbia. So that was nice. And then with the other two colleges being right there, that helped a lot with, always having something to do yeah i'm sure that that doesn't sound bad at all (laughs) yeah oh so you talked about um you know helping working with dal at his gym doing an internship there Uh, i'm assuming that was Mm -hmm. part of your undergrad oh yeah i i don't even know if i got credit for it i think i just (laughs) uh, maybe i did i honestly don't remember Maybe. I think maybe I did get credit for it. But yeah, one summer I interned for him, which was a lot of fun. 
Um, so we had talked before you, so your degrees in um, entrepreneurship, sports management, and then you have a MBA as well, right? Correct. Yeah. And, um, and again, you talked about working with Dell a little bit. Have, have you thought about, you know, incorporating some of those weights with the, with the kids that you're working with? Cause that can be, sometimes that seems to be a hard thing. You, you talked about, again, not doing too much in college and, you know, high school, it's limited with time sometimes. Correct. Yeah, I do plan on implementing some weightlifting. The kids have actually asked me, like, are we going to are we gonna hit the weight room? I'm like, yeah, we, we will. Um, of course not. These past few weeks we haven't just because we're just getting into running. But, yeah, I do plan on implementing some stuff. Uh, Coach Jenkins actually, his other son actually went out to school with me too, and he was a distance runner. So he yeah. came up with a whole, like, mid-distance plan for us. So I plan on using um, – that to help a little bit with making up a plan for my athletes um but yeah I think weightlifting is very important for any track athlete cross-country athlete um yeah I do plan on doing some weights but definitely as a distance runner I realize you don't need too much to be a successful distance runner just some some stuff here and there and yeah but yeah I do plan on I'll probably reach out to Jenkins here soon and just ask him um, suggest suggestions for what I should implement into my program. But yeah, I do think it's important to do some type of weight training as a cross country runner. Yeah, no, and I, I agree. I just and I know for, at least for my program, sometimes it's hard. You get so focused on the running part, you know, finding that time for the weights is is um, is a struggle for us sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I, yeah, I struggled with that in college too. So I def, I still wanted to lift, but it was just like, I had no time to do it. So I just didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> so you talked about, you know, you've, you've already started kind of meeting with the kids. I think a lot of programs have um, started meeting, you know, off and on a little bit, you know, a couple of days a week. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, 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 it's fun to start meeting the new kids that are coming in, you know, seeing all the faces of the freshmen and like you said, kind of starting to, to build that program. So how's that going for you guys? I was going pretty good so far. Like I said, our numbers are still pretty low. I think I have about 17 total between boys and girls, which is much more than they had in the years, the past few years, but still pretty low. Um, a lot of freshmen, but yeah, I've enjoyed it a lot, just getting to meet everyone and then having the athletes that I had in the track season come out for cross-country too is fun. Um, but yeah, I would I hope that I could get a few more people out to run kind of once the school year starts. I know nobody wants to wake up at 5 a.m. and go to practice in the middle of the summer. Right. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, it's been – I mean, I'm just glad to have more numbers in last year because like I said, I they told me that there's nine runners – total between boys and girls the past like three years which is crazy to me with Cibola being such a big school right um so yeah yeah it's been good that's good that's good I, I know for us we're we have some kids in and out and you know you always run into vacations and all that stuff and so we've we've got about 20 showing up right now as well a mixture of okay. you know our upperclassmen and and new kids so 17 is not yeah, bad at all. A, yeah, well, that's good, good to hear. But yeah, there's quite a few kids too that play are doing club baseball right now, club basketball. Um, so yeah, I think once those club sports are, the summer seasons are done, I'll get a few more out too. And then with the, I don't have any incoming eighth graders yet. I had a few that were interested, but that will be interesting to see once the school year starts if I have any eighth graders because that will change change a lot of how we run things and when we practice. And right. That's going to be a new dynamic for us in APS is, is having those eighth graders. And um, I've had one showing up so far, um, but he's a, he's a sibling. So like his older brothers, one of them still there, the other two ran for us before. So, you know, the parents know the program and all that stuff. They know what to expect. So that's not too, yeah, um, too different, but yeah, it's, all, all the new things that come with that as far as how do they get to practice, when do they get to practice, and all that fun stuff that we got to right. 
figure out. <laughs> yeah, I was just told, oh, you got to just push practice back later. And I go, okay, well, that's kind of inconvenient for all the high schoolers. Yeah. But if that happens, then we'll figure something out. Yeah, exactly. So it's, yeah, it'll be fun and and. Again, just getting more kids, you know, because a lot of the high, a lot of the middle school don't have a cross country program. So, you know, giving right. them that opportunity just to get introduced to the sport, you know, even a little bit younger, I don't think is horrible. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be. It's like it's always it's always new. It's always interesting and. Are you looking to, to find an assistant? Like you said, it's it's only you right now and you don't know necessarily the numbers. Yeah. Um, I honestly don't like I haven't been told by our A D that they're hiring an assistant, so I don't I don't know. I kinda just rolling with it as just the only coach. Luckily the program's small enough that I think I can manage it with just me. But yeah, I mean I think down the road it would be nice to have an assistant, but I don't know if that's in our budget or yeah, I don't, I'm not too sure about that. So I know for us and a lot of the other schools, so assistants aren't really like paid. They're just volunteer assistants. Okay. And then obviously you have to have the APS clearance and all that. Um, and then, you know, booster club or something can, you know, pay for, give them some money out of pocket kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, it's been manageable with just me, and I think right now it will be fine with just me, but yeah, probably in the years to come, if we continue to build a bigger program, I will definitely yeah. need an assistant <laughs> at some point. <laughs> and how's your running coming right now? You talked about kind of jumping in and running with the kids a bit. Um, you know, where, yeah. did, where does your running stand right now? Um, I kind of put it off. I So once I finished running in November, I was planning on staying running and I wanted to run a marathon and then just life happened and priorities changed. And, um, yeah, I kind of stopped. I did a few road five K's and signed up for a 10 K didn't end up doing it. Uh, you just, other things become more important at that point. Um, so I've kind of put it off, but I just run right now with the kids here and there. I'm biking a lot. I bike a lot more than I run. Um, but yeah, I do plan on, I want to run a marathon, probably the Albuquerque marathon. I think it's in October. Um, yeah, I just, I love running, but I'm definitely out of shape, <laughs> but hopefully once I get more consistent with practice and everything, I just felt like this, this track season was just so crazy. We just had to deal with so much that, um, yeah, I mean, I was at like four to five meets a week between JV and varsity, and yeah, my training just got put off. So hopefully once I get in more consistent routine, I could get in a more consistent running routine as well. But yeah, right now that's just not, it's not my priority at the moment, but I do hope I can get back into it. I'm good. I, I like to hear that, uh, you know, that's still something you're interested in. It's, it's hard though with coaching, you know, because uh, like for me, for track, my, my, my mileage goes way down because, you know, their mileage is down because we're doing a lot of stuff on the track and more speed-based stuff. And so it's a lot right. harder to kind of find that time unless I'm waking up at five every morning. And right. after a while, that just gets hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's difficult. It's very difficult, but yeah, hopefully, I mean, I don't know if I don't end up getting back into running I won't be too upset about it I was pretty happy with how I ended my collegiate career but yeah I do want to run a few marathons for sure at some point before I get too old <laughs> well, I have plenty of people that will tell you you're never too old <laughs> yeah that is true that is true it's just yeah. a matter of how fast <laughs> right so well awesome well you know Thank you again for your time. I think this is a great spot to kind of wrap up. Um, I, I'm, I'm excited to see you out there and I'm sure we'll run into each other at some meets this summer or well, not this yeah. summer, but this fall for sure. So, um, you know, we'll be rooting for you and your kids, uh, you know, for sure. And, and help and growing that program. So, um, Thank you. I have one more question that I ask everybody and that's, <laughs> 
what are what are you listening to to kind of get you going get you motivated get you up early for those cross-country practices <laughs> um that's a tough question i'm a really big billy eilish fan um i actually went i went to go see her in concert in april oh wow um yeah i'm just a huge fan i think she's very talented and her brother as well phineas um but yeah i don't know i just yeah billy eilish is probably my favorite artist right now um yeah i don't really i'm terrible at like remembering names of songs and <laughs> artists and stuff so it's really not a great question but yeah let's just say well we'll just say billy eilish is right now my my favorite artist at the moment hey, that's that's a good go-to i'm i'm I, I bet that concert was amazing yeah it was really good that's that's awesome so well again thank you so much for your time i'm glad we we were able to do this like i said i'm looking forward to seeing you out at cross country and uh yeah is there anything else you'd like to add before i let you go Oh, I think that's it. Uh, just thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Look forward to seeing you out there as well. I'd once again like to thank my guest for their time and thank you for tuning in. If you have the opportunity, please rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts or just help spread the word. Music was provided by Philip Friedman. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJ Teach. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at RunningNM. Feel free to drop me a line or shoot me an email at RunningNewMexico at gmail.com if you have any questions or know of someone who should be interviewed. In the meantime, keep running, New Mexico.